Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome to the Kill Connor Club podcast. And I'm joined by two people, because this is our thing. Like it's not like I'm it's not like mine and they're here. Like we're all all three of us are at the, introduce yourselves, guys. Joe, I'll let you go first. Um, alright, so my name on YouTube is the Gaming Sheep. I have a YouTube channel focused on Assassin's Creed, just like um lasers and yeah. Here to talk about Assassin's Creed, basically. Yep, and uh, I am Tyler. Uh, my YouTube channel is uh, Tynamite. Well, you may also know me as uh, AC Follower, I guess, which is what it used to be like a month ago. Okay, okay. So there we go. That's us. Okay. So we're going to be talking about a few various things. I, honestly, I don't know how to start this off. So, Tyler, you said you had like some stuff written down. So if you want to just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... It's just, I guess, I, I wanted to do this podcast initially after Victory got, like, announced and everything, and I guess all the negative thoughts on Unity and stuff, I thought it would be good for, like, all of us to talk about it. I mean, we've all kind of had our own opinions on Unity, and I don't think any of us loved it. I think it's safe to say that. Um, and I guess it's, it's almost like what we... I want to talk about, like, what... Hear what you guys have to say about what you want from like victory, and yeah. I guess what Unity could have done better, other than the fact that maybe it should have been delayed six months or something to actually fix itself up, yeah, to kind of improve yeah. itself and how maybe victory. Because I mean, it's pretty clear by looking at just the basic screenshots of victory, it's going to be like a black flag jump from like three to four. It's, yeah. So it's going to be pretty much the same engine with some improvements so i guess it's just what they can do better what they can do right because i mean i've and i've got a few other things i want to talk about but i'll bring that up like later on i guess so i guess i just want to ask you guys what your thoughts overall on main things like uni could have improved to make well that could could make victory better i guess in the future i think you know what i always think about is the like i don't know whether i like hang on a minute let me how am I trying to phrase this? Right, yeah, so I was talking to Luke the other day about how, like, when they made AC1, they made it with, like, the same, pretty much the same engine as they did with Through to Revelations, and they kind of improved on yeah. it every time, like, so it's like, um, and the same with 3, like, 3 wasn't the greatest, but then 4 was pretty good, like, like, kind of, yeah. like, building off the engine that was already there, so I think maybe they could do that with Victory, like, they've already got the engine here, so they don't have to worry about creating a whole new engine, about doing all that, they can just kind of refine everything and then work really hard on the story and stuff, so... I, I think, in a way, victory could be good if you think of it like that, but after Unity, I'm not... I'm, my hopes aren't that high. Same. I'm not really looking forward to victory that much because of Unity. Uh, maybe it's because it's, you know, been leaked really early or something. But, mm. um, yeah. If I want any excitement for the game, then I've got to see more than just what we've seen so far. Yeah, I think after yeah, seeing like yeah. gameplay, like when when they show like like a trailer or some gameplay or something, and you see kind of what the game looks like, it kind of gives you more of an idea of how it's going to go. And if it looks too much like Unity, then it's kind of like I don't know whether this is going to be good or not. They're going to have to try really hard. I don't know. I mm. think when Victory first got announced, I was so pissed off because I think I had this video planned because I thought, well, the next Assassin's Creed won't get announced till you know February March of you know this year now. Yeah. But I but like. A couple of days um, after it got announced, like I was planning to do a video talking about where I predict the next setting to be, mm-hmm. and it's the first time I got it fucking right. It was the <laughs> exact place I thought they would go next because I thought I just f- had a feeling that they weren't done with the setting, and especially after Unity 
and Rogue, you've still got, honestly, like, I don't feel like any of the characters since 3, like, including Connor, he's yeah. definitely not my favourite assassin, but none of them are really finished. So I'm seeing it like, well, I kind of... It, it, like, I get for Connor fans, they want to see kind of a bit more of a finish for him, like Ezio and Altair got. I want to see Arno get a finish properly. Yeah. I think he, he has... I reckon Arno has a game, a full game in him, if not two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think... So I, I, I thought that the next one would be like the revelations of this generation of uh, the Assassin's Creed games. You can almost link Shay in there and Connor in there and yeah. Arno in there in like one single game. And I thought if you had Arno as the main character, that way you already have a developed assassin that you can head straight into like a mm. Brotherhood did and stuff like that. And it'll be just, you'd be way better off for it to have a game where you could use Arno to finish off all their storylines and kind of link them all together. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, wasn't Rogue like that for um, AC3 and Black Flag, though? Yeah, I suppose it was in a way. Like, it kind of linked that gap between... Uh, a Hang on, what was the gap? It was just, um, the, like, before AC3 kind of thing. Between four and three. Yeah. 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 It was, which was, it well, was I guess... good, but it didn't, like, it didn't sort of bring an end to, like, Connor's story. Like, a, a lot of people do want to see Connor, and I think, like even though the name of this podcast is going to make this sound really ironic, but I kind of do want to see more Connor. Like, I'd like a game, like, just give him one more chance just to see how they can improve on him and, like, develop him, like, towards, like, kind of, like, the end of his life rather than kind of, like, the start to kind of see how he improves and how he gets, like, more wise and, like, kind of what he does with the assassins and stuff. I'd, I'd kind of be interested to see that. Yeah, I didn't think yeah, he was that yeah. bad a character, to be honest. He, yeah, you know... He's he's not like let's compare it to like there's some horrible gaming characters out there. He's he, Connor's definitely not in like the worst of all characters, but I'm just thinking out of all the Assassin's Creed characters, he's easily my least favorite. Yeah. But that doesn't make him bad at the same time. Like Assassin's Creed Three, I still like as a game, I guess, but it's my least favorite Assassin's Creed game. So even though I'd be like if I had to pick one game I could get rid of, it'd be three. But it doesn't mean I think three's bad. I mean I love all Assassin's Creed games in in their own ways, I guess. I don't know. I honestly don't know whether I prefer Unity or 3. I think I, I got more enjoyment out of 3 than I did with Unity. I feel like yeah. Unity didn't reward me in any way, but then with 3, at least you kind of had like the Desmond story in there, which was quite interesting, even if the Connor story was gave me nothing at all. Like The Desmond story was still quite enjoyable, whereas Unity, it just felt like it was a pointless... It was just kind of there like kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, Unity for me is my least favourite Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I think I'd all. agree. Yeah me yeah yeah i think i said this to you joe that when in in terms of like when i think you talk it was like comments on my review i think and you said you know unity was your least favorite and i think yeah. i felt the exact same way with three like three oh there was nothing i just finished it and i talked to my mates who are huge fans as well of assassin's creed and i think we're all in agreement we were just like that was a fucking waste of my time like especially of how excited we all were for it when Unity, I think it has so many fucking problems. Like, I think just as many... I think I've never been angrier at an Assassin's Creed game playing it than Unity. But I, I just sat there and I was like, this could have been so much better. When 3, I was just like, the, I don't know what they could have done other than not made it to improve it, honestly, in terms of comparing it to the other Assassin's Creed games, especially when you're competing with the four games prior were four of the best games I've ever played. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. With Unity, I think there was a lot of times where I was like, "This is just not fun." And then I got to like a point where they'd be like, "A." I think what I what I enjoyed about it was like how the the cutscenes happened. I think I just enjoyed like kind of finishing a mission, being like, "Oh, there's a cutscene progressing the story." Like I didn't feel like the missions in the game, as you played them, progressed the story at all. Whereas like with like 
that is your trilogy it kind of felt like as you played a mission it would kind of be telling a story whilst you're playing it rather than like go here take up these guys steal this like kind of thing like it kind of felt more involved in the story in the previous games than unity did it kind of felt like it was just like there's a mission you need to just do the mission and then you get a bit of the story like as a cutscene. yeah well it felt like the main story was more of a um thing for the fans than the player in general i think the focus was definitely more on gameplay this time around definitely stealth as well which doesn't work half the time yeah oh god oh god that fucking stealth i've had and i i recorded all of it when i was playing just all the side stuff just so i had like evidence of it like i had moments where i got detected through five rooms away and i was losing my shit and i was like is this this isn't even fucking fun because as soon as one guy detects you your sword clashes with his 50 other fuckings you know, they all run in and then the, you're yeah. fighting 50 guys and you can't fight 50 guys. You're just fucked. And I'm like, this is a piece of shit. And then other mm-hmm. times for some reason it would work. And I'm like, oh, no, it's working now. I'm getting better. It's good. And then it would fuck up again and then it'll get better again. So it's just an, it was an up and down battle. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that, that video I made where I just got really angry at the game and everyone was like, it's the game. <laughs> it's not you. Yeah. I watched, oh, no, I watched like, it's that you, it's not the hard. Game. It was, it was really good. Actually. I'm glad you posted it. Because that, that's exactly how I felt playing that mission. That one in particular as well. Mm. It was so annoying. Because there was what there was one point where I was like just playing it normally. And the guy I was tailing just suddenly just decided to drop his torch and run at, like, at me. And I was like, well, I didn't even do anything. I was hiding behind a wall at that point. I just, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, and I guess it makes a difference, I think, especially when you're playing it for the first time. Like, it's a hard game to play once. Like, I'm actually excited to play it a second time now that I know how everything works because there's so much new shit in it that it's a whole new learning experience. And I think I said, I just mentioned this in my review that it's almost like you have to, if you play the other Assassin's Creeds, you're going to have to like forget what you like even know how it all yeah. works. You just got to forget that because this is completely different, even I compared think- from the jump of the Ezio trilogy to three was not as big as this, this jump between four and Unity. Yeah, I think that was that was one of the big problems is when you when you play it as like a like playing all the previous games, you play it thinking it's going to be just like all the other Assassin's Creed games and you play it in that way and it's just not and you're just going to get nowhere if you play it that way. So you just got to kind of forget all of that and just pl- like pretend it's like a yeah. different game entirely. And it's really yeah. difficult to do when you just want to sort of jump in like you have with the previous games. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Another thing that disappointed me with AC Unity was the piece of shit it had for a modern day. Oh, Rogue God. had a better one. Yeah, did you see? <laughs> did you see that Darby McDevitt said that he'd written some bits for the modern day, but they never got included in the game for some reason? How is that oh. like anything Darby McDevitt writes? Ubisoft take fucking note, put in your game because it's probably going to be the best fucking part of the game. Honestly, exactly. he said it was all to do with Juno and stuff, but it ended up just being in like side oh, notes that you could find in the database as opposed oh to actually God. being modern-day segments, which would have improved the game so much, even if the Arno yeah. stuff was still shit. Like, I would have loved that modern-day just being there. Just seeing, like, so, like going through the database and just reading little bits, like, just seeing, like, Desmond's name, like, stuff about Juno, and just little, like, like code and stuff. It's just like, oh, that's really, really cool to see. Like, and if that could have been put into a modern-day, like, proper, like, bits in the game, that would have been great. Um, I, re- I guess I'm... Uh, so, yeah, you go, Joe. Um, I remember a point in the game through the campaign of AC Unity where I knew I was going to think it was absolute shit. It was um, when I was playing as Arno in the drunken scene. That's pretty much just taken from AC4, the previous oh, game. yeah. And it's, it's fucking exactly the same. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't that. put that together. Yeah, yeah, I didn't put that together. I think, I think, oh, because so, I remember I was watching 
it was like a couple of days before the game was even released and I saw like a walkthrough was already coming out. So I wanted to watch like the first hour just to see how the game started um, because I was super keen for it at the time. Yeah. And I was, and because this is one of the notes I wrote down. And then I saw the list of all those Helix missions and I saw like an Altair one and I saw an Ezio one and I saw an Edward one and I was like, holy shit, are we going to get like a mission of all these assassins like throughout the game that we get to unlock? And it was almost like straight from the start when I realized you know, an hour in that they would just a fucking joke. Uh, and yeah, you couldn't play was... it. I was so pissed off. Yeah, same. Donnie think... McDevitt even said it was Ubisoft's way of trolling the player. But the beginning mission for me is the best mission in the game. Yeah, I, I enjoyed so that. You but... just fucked yourself over I think there, like, really. Like, if they had included the, like, say, Altair, Ezio, Connor, all, all that stuff, I don't know, it might have ruined those characters in a way, because of how, like, awkward the Unity gameplay was. Imagine having to do a mission playing as, like, your favourite character, like Ezio, and then, like, having this really horrible, awkward gameplay where, like, people would just detect you all the time and, like, the free-running was just a bit odd at times. And, like, I, d I don't know, I feel like it could make it a bit messy. Yeah, yeah, but I guess with guys that established as characters, I don't think, like, if... I mean, if the mission was only, like, ten minutes and it just kind of, like, linked in, because the whole thing, like... We know that Ezio at one point was in Paris, in France at least. Like, what is that? I just feel like if you read the Revelations book, oh, right. in between, it just adds stuff to the Embers era. Mm. And he, because Leonardo da Vinci dies in France, like that's where he lived in the uh, end. Yeah. And Machiavelli and Ezio went to visit him oh, as God. he was dying. And I'm just like, how do you miss an opportunity like that? To kind of do since everything, even the flashback of the Templars in that first mission, yeah. that was in Paris. So things that were around there, you, I'm just like, you just missed they an opportunity. Done to, that. Oh my god! Like instead of Nostradamus enigmas, it could have been like Ezio things or Leonardo da Vinci riddles. Would have been way yeah. fucking better. And it could have like led yeah. up to this thing. It felt like the collectibles also were pointless as well. Like, like you know how you had the glyphs in AC2 and Brotherhood, and you'd find them and you'd unlock this really cool like story like thing, and it'd be like part of the plot, and you'd be like, oh, this is really oh, good. Oh, the glyphs were awesome. With um, Unity, it felt like all of them were points. It felt like, you know when you, you would have the Nostradamus Enigmas, when you first see them in like trailers and like screenshots and stuff, you think, yeah. oh, this could this could be really, really good. And then you get into the game, it's like, wow, it's really not. It's like nothing. Yeah, yeah. and there's so many. And I just ended up using like Wikipedia or whatever to find them because they're so fucking hard. Like no, the first couple were it. like, um, we're okay, yeah. But like, I'm, as soon as they put a fucking achievement on it, and it's like, <laughs> have to do this, yeah, this achievement, I'm like, well, fuck you, Ubisoft, awesome, now I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know as and well, um, the, the companion app, just... Oh, God. You know, you know AC initiates, yeah. <laughs> love that. Do, do, do you have any of the outfits that you have to get through those or not? Um, I have everything from initiates. I don't. Um, and <laughs> I have I most down of them. Do you really? Do you have the companion app? Oh, none of that shit. Fuck that. No yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually went ahead because I was just like, because I'm such a collectible, like, nerd. Like, because I've got every collectible in the game. Yeah. But I accept, I've just got a map now with blue chests all over it because that's not a part of, thank God, of any achievements. So I'm sitting there, like, my map looks just so dirty with blue chests all over it. So I'm like, oh, I'll download the app. Tried to download it. <laughs> Was on it for about five minutes. Like this is the biggest pile of shit ever. It's just like back to like Brotherhood sending your assassins out on missions for some reason. Yeah, I still I still enjoyed that more than the companion app though. Like that felt like it was kind of I, I kind of enjoyed that in a way because it was kind of like kind of like you know leveling them up stuff like that, having them kind of come oh, into battle with yeah. you and oh, stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I definitely. 
Yeah, no, I love that, but I just think there was no fucking point in putting it in yeah. Unity, especially on a companion app. It was yeah, so dumb. I'm like, Ugh. you're just trying to make a worse version of something I actually liked in old games. I know. Oh, Jesus. I don't have any of the, like, initiate stuff or anything like that, because I don't know what happened, but my Uplay account has become a mess, and I, like, have two, and, like, the one on my companion app is the not, is, isn't the one that I've got on initiates, which also isn't the one that I've got connected to my Xbox account, so it's just, like, this horrible mess, and I can't do anything with it. Oh, jeez, yeah. I, I think my brother made an Initiates account, and I just stole his because he was, like, a really high level, so I just <laughs> used that to get all the unlocks Damn for it. my Unity character. Yeah, what's up with these really crappy club competitions as well? To unlock gear. Oh, yeah. Like, to get this up, you have to do a club competition. Yeah, well, the Kill Connor clubs, so holy shit. <laughs> the, the points on some of those weeks have been fucking ridiculous. What like, even happened? I, I got a photo of it, and it's like... 7 trillion points and like <laughs> second place is like 40,000 I'm like how is that like who mm, I just had no fucking idea like I ridiculous. haven't contributed to that at all I don't know where that came from <laughs> yeah I, I think I just checked it one day it was like one one day I went on I hadn't done anything in that week of club competition I went I'm like um <laughs> what the fuck is that what's going on oh that was great I think the club competitions, though, were so bizarre because all these cool... Like, I remember the main sword I was trying to get when I got the when I got Uni. I was like, yep, yeah, that's the sword I want. And it's a club competition. I'm like, oh, one of those come out. It's coming soon. Then it wasn't for like a month and a half that the until the club competitions actually came out. And I'm like, well, I, I'm 100% completed the game. I've got nothing... I've finished all the achievements. I have nothing else to do. Why would I want to yeah. jump back on now just to get a sword that I can do nothing with at this point? I know. I haven't played it in a while. The only the only reason I played it recently is for Dead Kings, but I don't think I'm gonna play it. Like again, I don't I don't have a reason to. Like normally when before like a new AC game comes out, I normally replay through all of them, but just dreading getting to Unity is just gonna be like I don't I don't even wanna do that. I can't be bothered to go through that game again. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Especially since there's no multiple profiles either. Is there not? No. Yeah, I'd have to delete your old save to play what the hell? Unity again. Well that's just stupid. Yeah, Good job, yeah, Ubisoft. yeah. No, it's it definitely really fucking dumb. Uh, well, speaking of playing Unity again though, because I yesterday I just spent all of it because I've just been waiting for Dead King so I could finish off like the last achievements in the game, and I've done all of them now except the co-op ones. The co-op ones. So were they? Co-op yeah, there's they, they added a new co-op mission and a new heist into Dead Kings. Oh, right. Okay. So I was like, so I, I think I just need to play that, and then I pretty much am done and dusted with Unity forever since the achievements are done. I, I don't, I actually don't think I am ever gonna play that game again. Like I think <laughs> I would rather play through the whole of AC3 again than play that. I just, I can't bear it. I get onto it, and I'm just like, I don't want this anymore. It, oh god. Like, yeah. it, it was, it, it was kind of short in a way. I don't know. It was. It was short, yeah. It was definitely. really short. You get like, oh yeah, I'm on memory sequence six. Like you'd play like two missions. They'd be like, oh now I'm on like memory sequence nine. To be like, honest, I'm pretty happy it was short though. Yeah, I think I think it's better than having a bunch of like random missions that didn't contribute to the story at all. That I mean, not that the missions necessarily did contribute to the story at all, but I mean like random ones like go and get an apple from a from a chest or something. Oh wait, no, hold on, that was at the beginning yeah. of the game. There was oh, yeah, you did have yeah, to steal yeah. an apple. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I'm having, I think I'm having more fun with Unity after I finish the game 
doing all the side stuff because to me probably getting the collectibles doing all the achievements doing all the side missions and all that kind of stuff was more fun to me than dealing with the campaign and trying to max level my character and stuff and getting all the skills because i'd already done that so everything was easy after that mm-hmm. so it just made it more of a what i'm used to when i play assassin's creed it's not the most challenging game or frustrating game to play it just can be fun and of just a feeling of playing it i guess like I'm still doing the free roam series and I've just recorded, I recorded like three episodes of that today. Like I'm still playing a lot of it until mm. I finish. I think all the side missions, I'll keep playing that. See, I have, I, I have more fun doing that with rogue. Uh, did you play rogue? No, 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 no. Rogue no. was great. I actually really liked rogue. It was, uh, it was like leading up to it. It's like, Unity's going to be great. Rogue is going to be so bad. And then like, it turned out and I was like, I really love rogue. The story was so great. And the ending felt really satisfying. And it was just, it was great. I loved rogue. I, I think the only, other than the fact, I've said this before, and I completely stand by everything I said about Rogue in terms of gameplay, because I always said, I don't know the story yet, so it could be good, the story yeah. could be great, and uh, lots of people saying it is, but the gameplay, I've watched the gameplay, and pe- when I say it's a reskin, and people, you know, fucking bitch and complain about yeah. how Brotherhood was a reskin of 2, Brotherhood was like 4 was to you know three yeah it was like an up- yeah. updated version yeah. but it was still similar like it retained yeah, when, everything that was good about it but rogue is basically like a reskin yeah. of four in almost it, in almost every is. way which is, at the end of the day i'm not that you know fussed over but i mean it's on if it was on next gen i'd probably get it it's just on 360 and i'm not buying 360 games and investing my time in you know a 10 year old console if you know what i mean yeah and i think as well i think the problem I'll always have with the rogue story, not the rogue story, but the whole Kenway story is I didn't like most of it, except, I I mean, I really liked four, but because of the pirate stuff, not any of the assassin stuff. And I didn't like three. So like the reasons to be invested already in the rogue story was to finish off, I guess, and link between the games. I didn't give a, you know, a shit about. So I didn't care about Adewale. I didn't care about Achilles. And I already read in three, like I already knew what happened to the assassins. So to me, because I watched a walkthrough of Rogue, and I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good story, but I already knew everything that happened in yeah. it. It wasn't like, uh, wow, this is really cool. I can't believe this is what happened. Like, this, I'm just seeing what I already knew two years ago kind of thing. So I, I didn't see a reason to spend money and buy it. I'm happy to watch a walkthrough because, I mean, it was interesting, and it, and it annoys me that the Ezio box storyline came into Rogue, which was, let's face it, the reality is Unity was the main release, not Rogue. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I get... So I guess it just frustrated me that the the to me the box is a really good plot device they've got and they put it in their sub game I yeah, guess. What was the not box their main again? Release. I forget. Like what was in the box? It was honestly, man, because I didn't play it. I I only paid attention to because I didn't watch like the whole thing from start to finish. I just watched like the start. I watched bits in between and yeah. the ending, and but it, it just didn't. I wasn't sure if it was a map or a device, but it, I know it led to precursor artifacts because yeah. i still have the, the video where i talk about the box and ask you know everyone what's in it and i get comments on that every fucking day telling me it's in rogue and i'm like no nope, the other 40 people today already told me that i know <laughs> see i don't they, they're talking about like the manuscript but is the manuscript the thing that's in the box or is the manuscript something that goes with the box and like with the box i think is this so, rogue now uh just the box like yeah i love how you're I, asking me about rogue and i've never played it how <laughs> did how did like so yeah, I watched on. a few walkthroughs on YouTube he... and played it though. Well, how did the box end up where it was? I thought Ezio had. The... Where did Ezio get the box? Does, does it ever tell you how Ezio gets the box? Is it the actual box that Ezio's given though in Rogue, or is yes. it a different one? Yes. No, it's the same box. Mm-hmm. I oh, actually, 
I because I've recorded a walkthrough that I'm going to start putting out for Dead Kings, I, yeah. and this isn't a spoiler because nothing happens in it. You remember Napoleon's massive box he has in Dead Kings? Yeah. Um, the box is in it. Really? I saw it, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's a fucking box. But then as I played it, and because it didn't get mentioned other than that, yeah. I was like, maybe I'm just like, every box I see, I think it must be that. Yeah, but it's like, it's got to be the box. See, Shay has the box at the end of Assassin's it, Creed Rogue. It, yeah, exactly. But I looked at Rogue and went and watched some Rogue just like an hour ago and had a look at the box and it's the same it is the same box 100% like same patterns on the top Napoleon has the box last we know see that'd be perfect for another Arno game someone commented and said someone commented on one of my videos like earlier and said apparently Napoleon invades Egypt or something like yeah he well he does because at the end of Dead Kings in real life Napoleon you know with the um when he went and conquered over Europe and stuff he he went through Egypt and stuff because he at the end of... Oh, I don't want to spoil Dead Kings for anyone. I don't want to say that. Cause, uh, okay, but, well, we all... We, we know. Well, uh, but, uh, but Joe, if do you, you know? Um, no, Joe honestly, know. I don't think I'll play it. Okay, so this is a spoiler alert. So just spoiler. for the next minute, anyone who doesn't want to hear about I, this... My, my, I'm guessing this is going to be shit anyway, so go ahead. It, it, it was it's actually, actually pretty good. It was. It yeah, made me feel happy inside a little bit. I, I enjoyed okay. um, Dead Kings... Yeah, a lot actually compared to the main story, but I think yeah. at the end, and this is what I love that they've done in this in terms of the history, and I will give you credit here that they did not focus on the history. History was really a background of it all. It was a you know an Assassin's yeah. Creed story with history in the background, and Dead Kings especially was good because it was all about finding the temple under this cathedral yeah, or whatever. What and once they got the apple from it, um, Arno sent it to egypt in some other box you just put it in a box and sent it's it to the egypt box with the with yeah, i i was like is that the box oh no it's not um <laughs> and he sent it with the assassins to the to and the guy's name was al mualim which means in cairo which means mentor in arabic is that true yeah i found okay, that out i found I was... that out ages ago see i okay. think that probably oh. would have confused a lot of people being like wait what al mualim but it does actually mean mentor in arabic Okay, I just was like, oh, there's two of them? Okay. And he sent it to Egypt, and then it goes straight after, because I went, because Napoleon gets arrested, but that's all historical. And then I mm. went and read the database straight after about Napoleon's arrest, because afterwards he went to Egypt, and it goes, and then it had in the database, Sean put down, I wonder why he went there, because he was looking for the apple the whole time. Yeah. Mm. Have any, so um, are any of you subscribed to AC Conspiracies? Loads of people have mentioned no. that channel, but I'm not subscribed, and I've never actually watched I've, it. I've right. seen like a video or two, but no, I've never, I've never. Well, you it. posted a video a while back now. In AC Unity, you can actually see Napoleon with the apple, but it's like in the background, so it's not focused. But he opens a box, and it's like light. It's kind of like yellow, like the apple would um, be. Shines in his face in the background of this shot. Well, um, is, is that when he gets the box then? Would wouldn't that fit in then? If you see the box in Dead so, Kings, but he ha- he has an apple. In AC Unity, I'm pretty sure. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Napoleon's looking for the box or looking for something at the same time as Arno's looking for something. Yeah, in that, yeah, in that house. yeah. And then, if I if I am correct, that in his big chest, because it had a bunch of things like papers and stuff, it had that little box, and I think that sets his box, so that would fit in if he yeah, did get it sense. in Unity. Yeah. And 
Well, it even makes sense because in Rogue, the whole box is, you know, to find precursor sites. And then all of a sudden in Dead Kings, Napoleon's running a thing to get this temple. So that would make complete sense that he would have that box. But see, the thing is, why would Ezio... Like wherever he got it from, why would he then be like, let's give get this box and give it to this random Chinese girl that I just met. Here you go, this key to find precursor sites. Take this. Like being like, as wise as he was, why would he randomly do that? I mean, I don't understand where his logic was there. I guess it was just mainly for plot devices in the future and get us talking about it for I guess what three years, four yeah. years later. I guess mm. that makes sense. See, I'd still love to see... It, it, there's a game, isn't there? Like a little side-scrolly game with Xiaojun in it where you get to play like the... Th- uh, the what's it called? The Chinese Chronicle thingy that was That's like part of the yet, season pass. No, it's not out yet, but I wonder if that that'll, that'll, that might include the like something to do with the box, maybe, possibly. Which would make sense for them to be including it this year with everything that's kind of happened with the box with the other games. Like, yeah. it would make sense for them to release it now, suddenly, like, <clears throat> bringing yeah, back no. that storyline. That's I've just blown my own mind figuring that like I just I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier because I remember him getting the box like how that all links together. Yeah, it kind of. Yep. Uh, still, I still don't know if they actually showed us what's in the box. I still can't remember. That's mm. a pretty big plot point to not remember. <laughs> <laughs> Did they show us or like I I always remember there being the box and them opening it, but never actually having the camera kind of pan around and show what they've opened the yeah. box up to, like kind of like lights flashing out, but never really showing what it is. Yeah, see, I, I, I feel like at this that... at this point I can't really see the modern day getting any better from Unity. So, yeah. um, what are the apples even gonna do now for modern day purposes anyway? See, the only thing is, they know that, you know, um, in Rogue, the main enemy of, of Stoker guy, I forget what his name is now, um, that guy was looking for the Ankh thing, the, that, that, uh, that, that, like, piece of Eden that allows to bring people back to life. Like, yeah. he was, he was looking for that, but I don't know how that could fit into the story. I just want them to get rid of modern day, to be honest, I think, especially in Unity. I mean, the end of fucking Unity, for anyone who hasn't played it, spoiler alert, but the modern day ends with, oh yeah, well... Guess we didn't need to do that. <laughs> Ubisoft just like, finished their game and they were like, well, that was a mistake. Um, sorry. It's, it's like they knew how pointless the whole game was. Exactly. That, kind like, of, like, like that was it. That was the point where it was like, you know, this game's been a bit pointless, but then Ubisoft telling you that it was pointless was kind of like, well, yep. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, did feel I, a bit peed off. I mean, the credits rolling from a shot of a skull. This whole game was for a shot of a skull. <laughs> so more like you go down into this temple and like you think something really cool could happen like you could see like some precursor stuff going on you could find an artifact that could be like one of the first civilization people like you know you see like juno or something like they'd, they'd like enhance the monday story but nope nope yeah i just i don't see the point of it anymore especially with this they introduced the bullshit sage stuff in four and then they yeah. brought it into unity and i'm like this they're just making shit up at this point and it it's honestly look like a sage yeah, and it's just yeah, exactly right. It's, other than the eye color, like things, you didn't, yeah. yeah, I just don't get why they're grasping for straws in terms of Monday, which is then a big. It's a massive shackle to the recording story, which is let's face it, is the main reason we all play Assassin's Creed is to play the game of the ancestor. Yeah. So yep. it's just become like a shackle to it. That the game ended up being what could have been a really cool like like I've talked about before with. A, a Belek and you know an interior battle of the assassins yeah. kind of game 
it became a well we have to do it about templars and sages because we introduced sages and there's this little monday thing we better kind of fit that together so we'll ruin what could have been a really good story because of the monday i think it's honestly making yeah. the games worse yeah it would see with desmond it was good you had all that little story and it felt really compelling and now it's just kind of there and it's yeah unnecessary to keep it unless you kind of unless they really kind of go back and they're like yeah we want to make this good we need to look into it like write a really good story and like kind of bring back the modern day if they, unless they want to do that then they should kind of just get rid of it completely because it's just unnecessary yeah um, definitely agree i think the main element i liked about assassin's creed were the characters Ezio and altair and how they link together and stuff but now that's yeah. over these new characters i'm not really getting into that much yeah, because you don't feel like yeah, they're kind definitely. of progressing the entire story of Assassin's Creed, whereas Ezio and Altair, they had a me- like a main point in the entire Assassin's Creed storyline with like Desmond, with like the Monday, and then like even with Connor, like they knew about Ezio because of everything that he did to like further the assassins. But then like the- all the other assassins, like we've got Ezio, Edward, um, not Ezio, sorry, what? Connor, Edward, um, Arno, any other ones that there were, they don't really fit yeah. in together. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. Which is probably the honestly my biggest reason. Like, and it's like I f- kind of feel bad for Assassin's Creed Three in a way because I give it a lot of shit, but that's like how I feel. But it's it, a lot of it is really because of how much Assassin's Creed One to Revelations meant to me. Like, four of my favorite games ever, especially Ezio being my favorite character in any video game. Like, and then you got to follow that up. And especially mm. with how, even though one and two, they're different, they're hundreds of years apart, different ancestors, but they literally felt, two felt like a sequel because Altair had a huge role for Ezio, had a huge role for Desmond and the overarching story. And you get to three and it's almost like to me that Altair and Ezio were fucking pointless. Yeah. And Desmond's still there, but it still made it all fucking pointless to me because they did not explain the Lucy situation except for a DLC sh- no one fucking bought in Revelations. Yeah. And they just assu- so much assume knowledge. Like, Desmond's story was almost fucking ruined half the half the time when you get to three. And then the whole storyline felt like it wasn't even linked to the previous games in a lot of ways. Like, it was just kind of like, you could pick up three if you wanted. You don't really need to know much. The world's going to end in a 2012 scenario. Yeah, see, they, was... I think that was a point they made, is the fact that I think they did try to make three. Like, anyone can buy it. You don't have to have played the previous four. You can just play three. But they, they say that with every game. Like, I think that's what they're trying to do now. Like, with every interview I've watched for, like, three, four, Unity, they're always like, this is a new start. If you haven't played the other ones, you don't have to. You can just play this one. It's kind of like, but that's ruining the entire story by doing that, because it's just got no yeah. link. Something I miss from the games now is the previously trailers. Oh, I loved those. Oh, they were yeah. great. They were really yeah. cool. It felt yeah, like this one big kind of like movie cinematic experience yeah, yeah. thing when you played yeah. another game. Like, yes, it's Assassin's Creed. We're playing this. But then like once we got, I think even with three, like the whole, like, I don't know, like that oh, was that still there, shit. but it was, it wasn't as good as the other ones. It didn't feel like it like linked that well. Yeah. I but, liked uh, Revelations' previously trailer. There was, um, was with 16. Done by Subject 16, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. The whole Subject 16 thing was good as well, but then they kind of, like, it, it, I felt as well, like, with Revelations, like, Subject 16 for the first, like, three games were, like, he was, like, this huge thing, and it was, like, yeah. don't know who he is, it's this big mystery, and then Revelations, he was just there, and it was, like, here he is, just go with that, and Desmond knew as well. Like, how did Desmond know who that was? Oh, shit, I just remembered something, because thinking about 16 and all that stuff, because all that storyline was so, like, good, and... I was just thinking about the stuff we don't know about the 16 puzzles yet, like the whole Eve situation. Oh, yeah. Do you remember in Dead Kings? Yeah, I, saying I know exactly what you're going to say, yeah. 
the Lady Eve or whatever. And I sat there like, um, yeah, yeah I, when like, I was there, what? like when I was there, like I was playing it and I was kind of, I, was, I kind of like made a little reaction, but I was like, this is Ubisoft. I don't feel like anything's going to happen. So I'm going to keep my hopes down. But it was like, that's like a thing. It's like a little thing. And it's oh, just, and then with uh, Liberation as well, right? At the very end when there was a the whole Eve thing where, um, Aveline got like the disc or whatever it was. And like the projections came out and it was like, uh, find Eve. No, it wasn't find Eve. What was it? Um, evil guide us or something like that. Yeah, what, what yeah. is, like, is that another whole sage situation? Like, it's a reincarnated person that lived in lots of different time periods? Mm. See, a lot of things to do with Adam and Eve are just linked to religion in general. So, um, a lot of the things that come up to do with that in the games might not even have to do with the Adam and Eve that we've seen, if you know what I mean. Yeah. More uh, to yeah. do with yeah. the Adam and Eve that religion knows. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. And it's, I guess with all things modern day and all the like ongoing situations, because by the time Revelations was over, there was almost no mystery left. Like three, you knew exactly what you had to do. You're like, well, I um, have to save the world from a 2012 scenario, yeah. because like you get you get to two brother Revelations, you're, you know, each of those games you're building up to, you're like, holy shit, well, like what? I don't even know what's going on. Like I want to know more, and then they tell you a little bit, but you end up getting more questions than answers. And then once you knew, it was like, wow, it's actually just another like 2012 situation and mm. then it i guess it was kind of they have a few like linking conspiracies and stuff still going like the whole Ezio's box the eve situation and some 16 little puzzles and things like that but back in like assassin's creed 2 or brotherhood and even the first one you had so many like mysteries and stuff they had so much story to go by and now it's like they're trying to extend what was heaps of mysteries in four games over like six games with like three mysteries left yeah, I it think as well, work. like, yeah. what, they've, what they've done as well is they've created too much other stuff, like, too much random external things, like, with, like, the whole Arno story that has nothing to do with it, like, that doesn't have anything to do with, like, the 16 and, like, the Eve and, like, the end of the world and anything like that that happened in the previous games, but then you've got the Arno story is still there, not finished, so they've literally added, like, another, like, ending that hasn't been finished, mm, and yeah. they've, they've added so many of, like, these branches that haven't kind of been concluded and then you've got like, the main story that is also kind of just randomly stopped and it's just kind of like it's become a mess of different things and then you've got the comic books as well which are just there like oh god yeah as well and there's also like the the novels and all the other stuff they've got for assassin's creed and i think feel, feel like they've, they've branched out too much whereas with the first four games it was like this is the story but now it feels like everything's just kind of gone like they've, they've made too much I don't yeah know. there isn't a story anymore yeah who was it that i was watching i think it was you lasers um, I think you posted a video not long, not long ago saying what you wanted in Victory. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the things you said was that you don't want an assassin with kind of a revenge story that yeah. joins the assassins because of something, um, but starts off as an assassin yeah, already. Yeah. That would be, that's that's one of my main things that I want yeah, from the game. Like like how it was with Altair, you started off, you were an assassin, <laughs> and your, your kind of like aim was to be an assassin, not to get revenge for like your parents' death or whatever. Yeah. Or your girlfriend's yeah. dad's death. I... Yeah, yeah. Like, because I think that's a good, really good point to have, like, a already, like, established assassin or an already established character that we know. Like, because, I, I mean, I'm sick of the origin stories, but in a way, I don't... It's hard for me to imagine... Because it was hard for me to like Altair for ages in the first game. Like, it took a while of playing the game to get into him. When Ezio I was into pretty early. Uh, Edward I was actually into pretty early as well. Um... Arno took a little longer, um, but it just, like, 
I feel like they just need to give characters established. If they've done an origin story, don't waste it. You've now got an established character. Use him. Yeah, so we could always go back to Connor or... Like, or Arno. Um, oh, Arno. See, I'd still love a game based around Hatham. Like, the book Forsaken was so yeah. good, and I always imagined, like, imagine if they made a game out of that because the story was so great. I really love that book. Like, that would have been a perfect game to make. Yeah, and you could see the whole Edward uh, death situation and things like that. But I guess almost that's another problem because, I mean, I want to see that. But when you already know most of the story, yeah. like, how good can it really be? Yeah, plus if they put it into a game, they're probably going to end up cutting a lot of it out. Like, being yeah. like, this part isn't important, we don't need this in the game. Because a lot of it is quite, like, story-based, so, like, you can't really create a mission around, like, I don't know, him sitting in his study or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think I think they should release, well, this will never happen, but I think they should release a DLC centred around these scenes from the books and stuff that fans want to see. We get to just play them in, like, single missions that are... Yeah. Um, completely different i mean untied to each other but still there just so fans get to play them if you know what i mean yeah i think i know what you mean i think that'd be kind of like like how you had the tease of the helix missions that were kind of just like yeah you would have get to play like individual missions from like different characters that we've had like if you could do that but with like scenes from like books and things and just make it a nice little that would have been great yeah yeah definitely like those the the fucking helix those missions were just such a tease of like what could have been like i don't care if it was a mission i would have been happy with you know um especially after that first mission like that was so much fun going back to that because that's the era like we it really needs to go for the next games after we finish victory because i mean i wanted all these characters get finished up like have another arno game and stuff but now that victory's announced and we know it's not arno it's some new guy after this i just don't like ubisoft have fucked it up i don't want to i don't care about any of these characters anymore don't want to hear it uh you know just move on try to start again yeah, we need to go back. We need to go back to, like... like I th- we can't have another game set in the 18th, 19th century. We really just need to go back and, like, kind of... You could explore an entirely new story and kind of try and start again from there rather than trying to connect all these, like, 18th century stories that are kind of just merging together in some ways but not really yeah. connecting. Yeah, see, I'm kind of already there now. I'm at the point where I think all of this story's got a little too much, a little too silly, and I've just got bored yeah. of it. So the next game I'll probably play, but only because it's an Assassin's Creed game. But what I mean by that is I'm not going to play it for the story. I'm going to play it just because I feel like I have to, because I've played yeah. all of the previous games, so I may as well just see what it's about. But I don't really have any interest in it at the yeah, end of I this guess point. Yeah, I guess a good thing to mention as well, like, because people, like, you know, we haven't been the nicest to Unity, I guess, in a lot of ways. But, I mean, yeah. that's just how we feel. And a lot of people, because I love seeing this because it makes me laugh when people say, well, if you don't like it, don't play it. But think about it this way. Assassin's Creed's super unique as a franchise. We mm. are Assassin's Creed fans, which means we like Assassin's Creed. Where else, if we stop playing Assassin's Creed, where else are we going to go? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why yeah. Ubisoft should be making better games. We're Assassin's Creed fans. We want to play Assassin's Creed. We, but we want to play good ones, so make better games. Don't, you know, try to tell people, like, well, if you don't like it, don't play it. It's like, well, fucking just make better. Just do better. It's not... I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. My favourite game, or the game I'm looking forward to in 2015, isn't Victory. It'd probably be Uncharted 4, I think. Um, that game looks amazing. I think that game looks pretty good, yeah. 
I'm trying three. to think. Oh, Halo Five easily would be Halo Five for I'm me. To think. What's coming out in 2015? Um, Halo Five coming out in 2015. Uh, I yeah, think so, yeah. yeah. The beta just well, the beta is actually about to end in the next couple of hours. I, I think. think. I think Halo Five looks pretty good. Um, I, f- I I used to play loads of Halo. Um, I'm trying to think what games come out in 2015. I can't think of anything. Division. Yeah, that looks pretty damn good. See, I've uh, always always like my I used to like always people would be like what you excited for this game it's always like assassin's creed like what to be excited for that year and now i just i don't like care too much about victory yeah no. Yeah. see like that all those rumors going about and like the petition for the ac1 remastered thing i always thought that would be amazing that'll be far better than victory i'd yeah. rather just get a remake you know than a than a new game that I think is just going to be... It might be better than Unity. It might be a little better, but, like, let's face it. We know it's not going to be 10 out of 10 amazing. It's not going to be as good as the old games, you know? Yeah, you're never going to get that nostalgic feel as well because the old games carry so much of that, it's really difficult to yeah. beat. Even if, it, yeah. even if it was the best game ever and it's, like, beats all the other Assassin's Creed's, I'm never going to be able to say that just because of the amount of nostalgia I get from Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood Revelations, like... Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, I mean, what... That's kind of why... Go on. Oh, is, I'm just trying to think, is Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out 2015, or is that... Because, fuck's sake, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in 2006, and that was one of my favourite franchises growing up. And uh, it's been almost 10 years, and I'm seeing like, well, they've announced the third one. Um, <laughs> they're going to make it anytime soon? Is it going to come out? You know, it's just... I'm, when I'm trying to think of 2015 games, but I just don't think that'll come out this year. It'll be another year or two. Hmm. Hmm. So what were, we, what were we saying, Joe? Have we lost Joe? I don't know. Joe? <laughs> Hello? I... I... I have no idea. Yeah, I... I Oh shit! I'll oh. check. I'll check. Uh, I'll check the twitters. Okie dokie. See, see if he's, see if he's there. Are we? How often are we going to do this? Is this going to be something we do? No idea. We'll see. Let's see how well people receive it. See Respond. if they, yeah. See if they yeah, enjoy it, true. and then we can be like, yeah, we'll do another one. Yeah, that's good. Good point. Good point. Uh, let's let's see. Try calling back, see if it. Someone commented on the last part of my Dead Kings explanation. So this could mean one of two things: either we're getting an Arno sequel in Egypt during Napoleon's invasion of Egypt, or victory will somehow involve the relic being retrieved in the British archae- archaeological expeditions of Egypt in the Victorian age. Also, that's not the apple. It looks nothing like... It was the apple, wasn't it? At the end of... Yeah, that was 100% the apple. Yeah, 100%. I thought it was the apple. The apple always yeah. seems to look quite different, though. Like, through, like, the first four games, like, the apple had, like, a certain look, and then in three, it was like, that looks a bit different. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's, like, when it was just in the mask, and I wasn't sure what it was, like, as I was using it, I'm like, oh, it's got the same exact powers as the apple had. Like, you know... Yeah, you, that's what I thought. I was like, this like, like it's like the apple from Brotherhood and Revelations. Like... Yeah. But then it, it turned, turned out, then it turned exactly out the apple. The yeah, and I was yeah, like, oh, well, was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely made sense that it was the Apple. And I mean, um, I just... I think it's funny for Dead Kings because 
the whole underground element to it, like there's actual districts underground and collectibles and shit yeah. like that under there. And I'm like, that's interesting if we're going to the Victorian London era because mm. subways and the whole underground, like will there be lots of catacombs and underground that'll be like actual districts and parts of the game and story? Yeah. Almost like a test run for that. Mm. Well, I, uh, I just really hope they can make victory right. Yeah, th- now that I think of it, Dead Kings was a lot of teasers of just little things, like not really pushing anything forward. Just yeah. like the box, like the box being there, like I'm sure that was the box from, you know, the, yeah, the Freedom on. Cry did that as well, kind of teased, you know, like Rogue and the box and everything. And even the Eve situation, like I was like, yeah. you know, I managed to tease that. So there's, there's just, you know, quite a few things that Dead Kings managed to do. So, yeah, I mean, mm. that, that was pretty interesting. That they, but at the same time, they're just not progressing anything. It's just more of the well, the box is now here. Where will it go next? We're not actually going to show you what's in it. It'd be perfect if they had some kind of plan that they weren't sort of telling us about, and it kind of like led up to it. It's like, whoa, they actually planned that, but I doubt that's ever going to happen. Because I guess what Rogue did was it told us what the box does, so that way, like, I now, you know, just understood how Napoleon found the locations of these temples because he has the box. Yeah. So that makes sense. And it makes sense as well, if he had the box, how he, you know, became so powerful and he conquered so much because he didn't just have Peace of Eden, he had locations to Peace of Eden. Why did he conquer places? Because he wanted to, you know, get yeah. to temples. And, but see, what the you know, box re- did was it led to the precursor sites that whenever they, like, kind of tampered with them, like, that area of the world would just destroy, like, it would get, like, earthquakes and everything would become ruined. Like, that was that seemed to be what the box did. Oh really? Like oh, what? Like because yeah, like did. they found the one in Portugal and they found the one in uh, Haiti, then they both did the same thing. And then they found the one in America, the one that was in like the icy area. Um, and all three locations, when they when they got there, they like tampered with it and it ended up destroying that area of the world. Because because oh, okay. um, like um, Shay said that it's the it's the areas that like hold the world together, like the kind of. I don't really know, but apparently that's what it does. So the box finds those locations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It it's it's interesting, but it's almost like because I remember even just playing Dead Kings, going into the uh, the temple and pulling it, and I was like, oh, I wonder what's in here, and I'm like, please just don't be another apple. And then I was the mask. I'm like, oh, it's a mask. Oh no, it's just another apple. <laughs> you know, like. And I guess Uni at least did the Sword of Eden, which is something you know we'd heard yeah. about for so long but hadn't seen. Yeah, so that I think was though, good. With the whole Dead King thing at the end, I kind of wanted it to be something that linked with the rest of the story. And it kind of be something like, oh, it's that thing. But then, like when I saw the mask, I was like, oh, they've just introduced this this thing I've never heard of before. Like I just that's why I assumed it happened. Like it was just some thing, and it was like I've never seen that before. And they've just randomly introduced it now. I thought like this could be something that could link to like the other story, and it'd be like, oh, that'd be really really cool. But and I was like, oh, it's just some mask. And then when it turns to be the apple, I was like, oh, well, it's the apple. That's kind of like a safe finish a story. Finish a story. Oh, it's Joe. Hello. Joe back? Hello. Right, I might what sound happened? different. Um. Right, I think my laptop is absolutely <laughs> fucked. Oh. So, I'm on my phone right now. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh. It doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, that's commitment. <laughs> um, yeah, what were we talking about? I forget. The, the apple oh, and the mask thingy. Like yeah, that. yeah. if 
I mean, if Dead Kings had cost money, I would have been pretty pissed off and it all really linked in. So, but yeah. I mean, I, I at least wanted to see the whole, because it became pretty clear at the end of Dead Kings, that's why he was joining, going to rejoin the Assassins again, because, you know, the whole kid situation. So but he did rejoin he, the Assassins? Well, it seems like it's since he, you know, went to the Assassins to give back the um, apple and stuff, and oh, he yeah. sent it to the Assassins. But I wanted to see, and I thought it would have been cool if he not only went, it just ended with him going back to the Assassins, but he brought the kid with him. Mm. Because that kid doing lots of parkour and sneaking around, I thought, yeah, he'll be an assassin one day. Yeah, then that could lead to victory, you know? He could possibly be the main protagonist in some way. They could have done that. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but could that would have made too much to sense. I <laughs> uh, see, I, always, I think it would have been great if at the end of Dead Kings, he would have, Arno would, like, could have had, like, one, just one memory where he could have just gone to Egypt and it could have been, like, really, really linear, but it would have been really, really nice to see him kind of be with the assassins in Egypt and kind of get a sense of what everything's like over there. Yeah, like the whole cool. Rome at the end of Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, kind of like that. The whole tease of it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That would have been great. But no. Well. Okay. I think that's most of the stuff I wanted to talk about covered. I, I'm probably going to think of something later and be real pissed off I didn't bring it up, but <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I don't think much else, much else to say. If anyone, if anyone does... Have anything like you know you you want to comment or want to talk about? Comment down in the comments below. Let us know. Also, be sure to let us know if you want more of these podcasts because we'd be we'd lo- we'd love to do them. It's great always getting together and talking about Assassin's Creed because it's fun stuff and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, so, is there yeah, anything def- you two want to say? Yeah, oh, probably best to know like just for just for the people that are going to inevitably comment negative shit about because we talk shit about Unity. Yeah. And again, I think it's like, I think I saw you posted on Twitter yesterday, Lasers. It was oh, the yeah. fact that um, we don't really give a shit. We have our own opinions. And that's the yep. great thing about the world today and YouTube. So we're all going to have our own opinions. If you love Unity, that's fine. If you don't, that's also fine. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well put. What? Well put. <laughs> there we go. Do you have anything to say, Joe? Um, not really. Okay, short and sweet. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll catch you guys next time. Um, Hope you enjoyed. And, yeah, we'll see you later. Bye. See you later. Goodbye.